Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. What's up, scrolling mouse guy? <laughs> it just like started all of a sudden. We're sitting here forever. I'll cover that in a minute. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your host Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG Five. It's another frustrating night with technology. You know, I'm sitting here trying to spread the love and share video feeds, and then Facebook's like, "Oh, your session's timed out. Please log in." Which I just did this three hours ago, and like right now, I'm waiting for my phone to tell me my access code to log back into. My phone, you know, I appreciate the fact that they're trying to secure everything with two-form authentication, but when I got to log in three times in one day, it just gets a little old and a little frustrating, but you know. It's just to protect you, man. Protect what? Prevent somebody from posting nonsense on my Facebook page? I mean, who cares, really? You post enough nonsense ourselves. Actually, I don't post a whole lot to Facebook anymore, just the occasional stuff. But um, anyhow, we are live, and I'm trying to share the love with the rest of the world, but I can't. So what's going on with you, Gordon? No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to try to figure out who you are, why you look so concerned about the state of that heirloom tomato. I won't say hello. I accidentally bump into you. You'll never even know I was here. Might as well get started. Might as well. And uh, Restream is dropping out. So if you guys are trying to watch the video stream and it's coming in and out, um, I do apologize for that. Clearly it's not us because... Gordon's piped into a computer. The Zoom stream did not break up. We did not disconnect. We did not drop out. I'm watching the, the uh, restream.io feed uh, dropping out again, which has been happening the last few weeks. I'm going to have to call them up and ask them what the hell I'm paying for if they can't keep a consistent stream going. You know what I mean? It's a little... Yeah, I want a credit on my account for y'all not providing the service I pay for. If you go on my YouTube channel, not to this last episode, but the episode before for the What's the Skullbutt podcast, you'll see that episode is broken into three different feeds because the connection keeps dropping out and YouTube just has it like you'll be a minute and a half feed and then a 15 minute feed and then an hour feed because restream either too many people are using the services or maybe they're in California and as we know their internet sucks out there anybody who listens to the Adam Carolla show knows that every time they try to do anything on the goddamn internet it drops out but uh, that's neither here nor there I want to did I call you yesterday and give you the story behind this no it's been a while since a bottle of Larceny uh, weeded brand, weeded bourbon bourbon, which I don't know why they have to, to put it in there. Um, we've talked about this before, but anyhow, it's been a while. And um, I decided, you know, I need to get a, another bottle of Larceny because I got a reenactment coming up next weekend. And I always have a flask full of whiskey on me uh, because why not? And so I walk into Friendly Frankie's local liquor chain and the place just reeks. I'm like, holy, what is that smell? It just... It smells like one of those cheap bars. Uh, there, actually, there actually used to be a, an '80s uh, branded night. I'm, I got. I'm gonna minimize the Shree stream window and not look at it because it, it's driving me nuts with the dropping in and out. So if you guys are trying to watch this on video feed, just download the podcast and it's intended format. You'll be a lot happier. But um, so you were uh, saying you went into Friendly Frankie's booze and such. Yeah, I went into Friendly Frankie's Booze and such, and it reminded me of this old 80s bar that had closed down. There's a reason why you don't put carpet in bars, and that is drinks get spilled, they soak into the carpet, and then the place smells like bad, spoiled booze and, and such. So I walked into Friendly Frankie's, and it smelled like that old 80s bar, and I noticed like the whole bottom shelf. Um, let me try to paint a picture for you. 
it's part of the Publix grocery store chain. And so it's one of those small, skinny, deep storefronts. You know what I'm talking about? Your basic. Kind of like a row house, but a store. Yeah, but it's it's one of those smaller stores that's off the anchor store in one of those strip malls. And so it's one of those skinny, deep joints. And as you look in, you got an aisle. You got a, a line of uh, shelves mounted to the left wall. You got two shelves down the center, one facing the left, one facing the right. And then you got a mount on a row of shelves mounted to the right wall. So you basically got four shelving rows in there, right? And then the checkout yep. counter. The center row, left side, bottom shelf was all empty. There's stacks of like Crown Royal bottle bags there. And there's a can there full of broken bottles and it just plays smells. My first thought being the, the cynic that I am is that some alcoholic came in there and started a ruckus and got, you know, taken down by the police and a few bottles got kicked over. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the proprietor of Friendly Frankie's Liquor and such. I said, did uh, somebody come in here and throw a fit? He's like, no, worse. Came in here yesterday and the entire right wall shelf was on the floor. So All, the shelf gave up the ghost. The shelf gave up the ghost. And I'm looking, and I'm seeing bottles of Crown Royal where the labels have a gash from where something landed on top of it, and there's some Maker's Mark that's all scratched up. And so now it's basically Friendly Frankie's liquor and scratch and dent booze. Did it smell like an old camp run down campus bar? Yeah, and I'm like, did any larceny survive the fall? Because <laughs> that's the only place I get it. And we're looking, and we're looking, and we don't see it. And I step back, and I see... In the back of the row, I see like a beacon shining over the hill, the little lock and key logo at the top of the neck because it was behind a bottle of like old oak or something or other. And I say, like, oh, got the last one. And we'll walk up and he showed me the picture and literally the whole lane between the center and the right wall was nothing but a pile of, of bottles. And I looked at him. I said, it's a shame that couldn't happen to the cheap vodka aisle. He's like, nope, all whiskey and scotch. So basically, they're all the high-end expensive shit. Scotch! All the $80 bottles of scotch, the $100 bottles, Ugh. all that shit fell. All the $2 bottles of cheap Russian vodka and all that flavored bullshit and all the rums, all that crap was fine. It was all the high-end liquor that plummeted to the ground. So I was lucky enough to get the last bottle of Larceny that survived the fall. Not that they stock a whole lot of this. What are you drinking tonight? This is scotch, but if you notice, it's in the classic scotch crystal glass. Reminds me of the glasses that Dad Melody had growing up. This is a glass that everybody has. Even if you watch television, liquor gets poured in this glass. And if it doesn't have the X's, it has the generic grid system. Uh, it's... No, I'm, not, I'm saying if you, if you don't have the one with the, the, the X's and the snowflakes, yeah. kind of like yours, then you have the one with the generic checkerboard system. So well, I just got some disturbing news. So, Oliver's at the dog park. Right now? Evident, well, they're on their way back. Evidently, there were some prison rules going on. There's a guy there who has this little whippet. He's a beautiful little dog, but he likes to hump Oliver. Well, As evidently, dogs tend to do. that, I'm not going to name sheep. She had to put his race. That guy's fucking chihuahua can pump and Oliver not Oliver's limping. So evidently the, the little dog has humped Oliver. Now Oliver's limping. Is he okay? And I said, do you mean the little greyhound? She said, yes. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a chihuahua. It was that little greyhound. This guy like pays no attention. Hey, if you're at a dog park PSA, please pay attention to your dog. 
It's it's interesting. I actually screamed. I didn't scream, but I did have a stern talking with this guy before. Say, dude, you need to pay attention. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is it somebody's you know, on his phone? You know, and uh, no, he's just fucking off in La La Land. You know, it's interesting. I see TikTok videos where guys who are dog trainers, right, and they'll have a dog that they're trying to get the aggression out. And they'll have them on like a 10, 15 foot leash, but they're on a leash, right? And they'll be in the park and they'll be doing the sit, the heel and all that stuff. And then some random dog who has no control, like this whippet you're talking about, is running at him. And the guy's saying, not friendly, not friendly, not friendly. And then his dog, which is on the leash, kind of mm-hmm. gets aggressive. And the other person's, what are you about? And he's like, I'm telling you, not friendly. I'm here. He's on a leash so he can get socialized. You, if your dog's off the leash, you need to, you have to be able to control them. To, I mean, I get it. People take their dogs so they can run free. But your dog should at least be able to stop when you say, hey, come here. Yeah, if your dog's not friendly, he should not be off a leash. Actually, he shouldn't be in the dog park area. No, he's saying his stop. dog's not friendly, and it's still on the leash. He's bringing but it there. When I, but what I was trying to get at is when I uh, when I walk him and, and Katina walks him, first thing we see is another dog on a leash. Say, is he friendly? Mm-hmm. I introduce the uh, and start the conversation. And there's a lot of times they're like, nope, they're just learning. I was like, cool, I'll keep my distance. I recently started uh, doing work for a uh, low-cost spay and neuter clinic. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, they get a lot of dogs dropped off there. And one day I was there. Hey, and some... Does that mean you uh, you may have a little uh, work for him coming up? <sighs> um, well, yeah, actually, um, I might get hurt taken care of. But I was there, and a guy brought in 10 puppies. Yeah, I saw the picture. I was surprised you didn't bring one home. Well, that's the thing. They're trying to get me to. Every time I walk in there, they got a cat they refer to. As Michael Phelps, you say, okay. well, Don, why would you call a cat Michael Phelps? Because it was rescued after some kids threw it into a canal. He did it again, caused trouble, hurt someone's feelings. Yet he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out how you can help. Veterinarian right, staff have health. sense of humor. I once did work for a veterinarian clinic that had a kitten they called Splat because <laughs> it was found out behind a public loading dock and a pallet had fallen on it. <laughs> so this uh, so this clinic has a cat they referred to as Michael Phelps because it was found in the canal swimming. And the cat looks just like Pity. So they're trying to get me to take Michael Phelps home. And then you they got w- enough cats. I'm down to two. Um which we're kinda at the Duchess and Little cats. Girl ain't listening. We're kinda at the end of our you know, we're kinda we're kinda done with cats, which is why I haven't brought Michael Phelps home. But they're trying to get me to bring home two puppies to quote unquote foster. And it's like yeah, I'm going to bring them home, and then we're not going to return them, which is what they want. Because everybody will fall in love with said puppies. But I will say Bailey. this. Bailey wants a friend like nobody's fucking business. Yeah. She, she tries to friend a little girl, and a girl, little girl tolerates her and then smacks her. For whatever reason, I think Duchess is the one to put the gash in Bailey's head because Bailey sees that cat and fucking goes apeshit and runs and chase her down. And so it's like, I know there's no such thing as a free puppy, you know, and if... If I came across a Boston Terrier, so you, that didn't a cost second. a fortune. You got, you got little girl and Duchess? Duchess is Katie's cat. Duchess came down from Ohio with Katie and her other cat, and the other cat was 13 and passed away. And when Katie left, Duchess stayed here. Duchess uh-huh. primarily lives in Nugget's room on her, you know, and is Nugget's cat and likes me and headbutts me and eats dinner at the dinner table, and I feed it people food because apparently growing up, that's how it was fed. But anyhow, so we got Duchess and little girl. They're both tuxedo cats. Mm-hmm. And Bailey is a Boston Terrier. So all of our mammals running around, with the exception of the guinea pig, are solid black animals with white <laughs> patches on them. I, I didn't realize Pity was gone. Yeah, Pity passed away too. 
She passed uh. away. I don't know. Um, about through two or months after Tucker passed away. So oh, okay. during COVID, we lost uh, a dog right, and two cats. We That's acquired true, so one cat habits. and and lost uh and lost three. But anyhow, so it's a lot more enticing when it's a, a completely free dog opposed to mm-hmm. do I finance another five thousand dollar dog? It's you know if that was the case, I'd have another bebop running around. But it's like a free dog. It's like I I would really. I would like to reserve that spot for another Bebop, but I know that's not obtainable financially. And here's a dog that's free. So, but I don't know. Um, I'm, I've, they've been trying to get me to take one home for a week and I've been delaying it because, you know, that's how we ended up with three birds and one of them drives us nuts because we're like, well, sure, what we'll take them. What does a significant other thing? Bring it home. <laughs> Well, the thing is, so they're probably me, outvoted right now. They wanted me to. The vet wanted me to bring two of them home the day the guy dropped them off, and I didn't. Then I got to think, well, I'm glad I didn't because they didn't, didn't even have a chance to inspect them. And yeah, so I went in there today. I was like, out. I went in there today, and the secretary's like, Are "You come to take Michael Phelps home?" I said, "Well, between you and the doc, I'd be taking home Michael Phelps and two puppies." She's like, "Oh, she's trying to get you to take the puppies home." I said, "I was here the day they were dropped off. It was just me and the doctor." I said, and I'm glad I didn't take them home because they haven't been inspected. She's like, yeah, they were full parasites. I said, well, good thing I didn't take one home to my dog yet. So they're cleaned up now. Cats. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. You started off the clip with a clip from you, season three. A lot of you's been thrown around at the beginning of this um, yes. pod. How do you, I guess, what episode are you on? I think about halfway through. Okay, for those of you who like you season one and season two and haven't started watching season three, I'm just going to give you this little warning now for the next I'm as, five I'm as far minutes. As they've gone uh, out looking for the group has gone out looking for the missing wife, and I'm maybe an episode or two past that. Spoiler, alert. but anyhow, I was going to put the caveat: we're going to give some mild spoilers. I'm only going to give some spoilers basically from episode three and one from the beginning of episode four. Um, not plotline spoilers, but there is one kind of plotline, but. It's a reason, and um, this has actually created a new segment here on the show that we are going to call. I actually created an intro for this, but now I have too many soundboards. Oh, here we go. This is a new segment we're going to call. They control the media. They are the writer of the scripts, the producers of the television shows. They believe they're on the right side of history. They believe you don't have the ability to make your own decisions. You are part of the unwashed masses. Chances are you live in a flyover state or perhaps Florida and are incapable of making life decisions. And if you do not agree with them, they will set you straight. And now it's time for another Hollywood brow beating. And so the this season of you has sparked a whole new segment on the show. We're going to start calling Hollywood brow beating. And this is when God, that's a long, long a show. Oh my good one. Jesus Christ, that's a long thing to do. Um, this is when a show that's been good for a few seasons, um, for whatever reason, something happens that the writers, producers, whatever, feel it's up to them to Maybe incorporate that into their plot line. And perfect example, we just finished the all six seasons of Lucifer, right? First four yep. seasons were on TV, went away for like a half a year. Netflix picked it up. And 
in the show Lucifer, Lucifer, the devil, goes on vacation, fancies himself a uh, wannabe cop. He falls in line and in love with a um, LAPD homicide detective, and he helps her solve crimes. And so the whole plot line revolves around the police, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's fine and dandy. Season five rolls around. The first season that uh, Netflix picks up, and I haven't looked to see when the uh, date airs, airs, but all of a sudden, on this season, there is now a rogue racist white cop. Oh, and now he's falsely accusing African Americans and pointing his gun. And clearly, it was written during the time of all the hands up, don't say. shoot. And so you can tell, all of a sudden, first four seasons of a show that's based on a police department never brought, now it's introduced into the plot line so was there a memo that went out to all hollywood production companies that said you must um you must write this narrative into your production at some way somehow (laughs) kind of um and there was a few other things interestingly enough season six of lucifer the um little chick um version of crime scene investigator the coroner Mm -hmm. she drives around in a teal blue 19 early 70 Bronco, the first Bronco that's out. And interestingly enough, on this Netflix series of you, the neighbor kid drives the exact same Bronco, just of a different color. It's like, well, that's weird. Exact same year uh, Bronco. And it's like, you're starting to see like the same, but anyhow, I've digressed. Now the new Broncos out. There's probably a little backtrack and a little plug in the Bronco. So people will be interested in new Bronco, which you can't get because you can't get a car right now. So, so yeah. season three premieres of you and for those of you who don't know this is the show that we said is the modern day millennial version of dexter where the lead character is a serial killer and if you haven't seen episode one season one or two i'm sorry it's been out years you should have seen it by now season two he falls in love with a woman turns out to be a serial killer as well so you have a show about two married serial killers hang your moral high ground on that for a moment all right so keep in mind this show is all about people getting killed, murdered, and covered up. And not even like Dexter that has a good, at least they're going after bad guys, yes. bad people. It's just people that they are obsessed with, which is why it's called You. And so I'm watching season three, and I'm like, well, this is kind of weird. This is in California. This was filmed at least in the last two years. No one on this entire show is wearing a mask. And so how does the writers and producers fix this problem how are we going to fix the plot line that's supposed to be taken care of? are we just going to pretend it's not modern ultimate universe cool people are burnt no, out. i think they even mentioned I'm, the I'm setting this up <laughs> i'm setting this up yeah. maybe perhaps they realize people are ha- have an impacted ass full of covid so they're not going to bring it up let's not bring politics into it let's just be in a magical world of murder with no covid until the magical world of murder a magical world of murder until this comes up on the show step right on up here you go this is for you it's gluten-free they're at a party (laughs) house party sherry had to post an apology video in august 2020 after it was discovered that she had a massive party while the rest of us were home clutching hand sanitizer Rumor was the whole neighborhood got their hands on a secret vaccine manufactured for the Queen of England and were thus immune to COVID. I don't believe in conspiracies, except when they're about unfair advantages of being rich. Those are true. Trust me, I married a Quinn. A little snarky, but he married a Quinn who's in the show. Her mother was famous and her brother was kind of a, a famous 
social media influencer. So he married into money. He grew up poor. A little snarky, but okay, cool. They just set the ground. Now they live in this rich community. Everybody, quote, unquote, got vaccinated. Now we know why no one's wearing masks on the show. Easy way to, to solve that problem, right? Yeah, explain that away with one quick half hour in the writing room. Cool. Done. The next episode kicks around. And this happens. I took a look at his blood work, and he was infected about a week ago. How? Let me set this up real quick. They have a six-month-old, eight-month-old kid who came down with a fever, and they're at the hospital, and this is the nurse. I took a look at his blood work, and he was infected about a week ago. How? I mean, I thought the measles were eradicated. Even in the age of COVID, there are parents who refuse to have their children vaccinated. <sighs> You'll need to contact anyone who's been near Henry right away. You've all had your immunizations, correct? Yes. Yeah. Been a while, but I'm sure I did. Oh, really, Miss Peace Love and Yoni Eggs? Are you sure you had love vaccinated? What does... Yes. Don't be ridiculous. So in episode one or two... They said this rich community got a COVID vaccination that was designed for the queen because they're rich and they're well-intended. Very snarky. Episode two, their son comes down with the measles. I have a feeling it was originally COVID, but maybe they thought it's a little too on the nose. We don't want to upset people whose children actually got sick of COVID in real life. Because after all, when's the last time you know somebody's in a hospital with measles, Gordon? Actually, measles have been a problem in the early to mid-2000s because there's a lot of anti-vaxxers. True! When's the last time seen anti-vaxxers out there? When's the last time you've seen measles worked into a plot line of a famous TV show? <sighs> Brady's in 1978. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Chicken pox time. Okay, yeah. so fine. The kids got measles. We need to talk about vaccinations. That's fine. Yeah. Continue Gotta watching. Get them the show. all covered. Yep. Later on in the show, he's having a flashback to when he was a kid. You know, I noticed that um, we don't have any record of your vaccinations your mom ever take you to get a shot yeah of course i think maybe in the move we lost the record or something but she did it she was good no no you shouldn't have said that if you hadn't lied you wouldn't be sick tell the news she was a terrible mother she was a terrible mother because she never got you back well she was a terrible mother because she was but in that statement one of the terrible things she did because she was a terrible mother is not got you vaccinated from the measles. Are you starting to feel a little bit preached to by uh, the, the 15 minutes into episode two? I've been feel pre felt preached into for over a year. Well, see, the, see, that's the crazy thing. I live in I Florida. We have a governor who says, please go get vaccinated if you choose to. Please mm -hmm. wear a mask if you choose to. Mm -hmm. We have Whoopi Goldberg on a recent episode of The View saying, I feel sorry for anybody who goes to Florida, you're going to die. Even though now we have one of the lowest numbers in the country, our numbers are going through the floor. And I, I, I'm i starting to get, and of course you live in the West Coast, you live closer to California, got a lot of Californians there, and some of their policies are spilling over you. There's a lot of, you know, mask policies out at, at your place. You guys aren't completely open, right? Some places do require masks. Yeah, the mask mandate's still on, but it's down to county level, and we're down to 6.9% transmission rate. I mean, it's pretty much fallen off. I was actually having a, a discussion with a, a, a guy out there on a job walk, and he actually makes me look small. Uh, he uh, he had gotten COVID. He said, man, I've noticed that uh, COVID rates are down. And my response was, well, that's because everybody got it this summer. Mm -hmm. yeah, you and know? and so I'm continuing to watch because we're only 15 minutes into this episode. I mean, we got a lot. Of, we still got 30 minutes to go. How much more can they go with this? The plot line with his son having the measles. He's not okay. 
some fucking brain-dead anti-vaxxer got him sick. And it's probably out there getting God knows how many other people infected with some horrible, life-threatening virus that shouldn't even be a thing anymore. <laughs> At this point, I'm starting to get the feeling that the writers were basically taking out their frustrations because they believed if people would follow the rules and do as they're saying, that their governor would lift the, the mandates, which you and I both know he wouldn't have. He's just power-hungry. And so this is kind of the writers trying to vent their frustration because they believe if if everyone would just fall in line um there wouldn't have been a two-year lockdown in california it would have been six months but you and i both know that wouldn't happen and the irony is is they went as far as trying to do a governor recall which he still stayed in power figure that one out it's because all the people who didn't want him had moved already and so now our hero murderer if you will hey, there we are is uh finds himself in a precarious situation. I'm trying not to give away any plot lines. And this is still the same episode. I've got the measles. Uh, so you really... You I've been immunized. I'm surprised you weren't. It's like he's waiting for me to give myself away. What would a normal neighbor say right now? I can't tell you the last time I've been asked if I've been inoculated for measles. or <laughs> I mean, tuberculosis, I guess, before we had to go to school in the 70s and 80s. No, the only time I've ever been asked if I've been inoculated for anything before this stupid bullshit is uh, if uh, I cut myself in, hey, have you had a tetanus shot? Mm-hmm. And one more to finalize this episode, because after all, where did the boy get the measles from, Gordon? The measles! Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's actually um, why I'm here. Uh, Margaret would have come too, but she, uh, she took the girls to her mom's while they were um, recovering. Oh, were they sick? Not anymore, um, but they both had it. Can't tell you how sorry we are for exposing Henry. Both your daughters had measles? Margaret really regrets not saying anything when you called. I think she was just stunned to hear that Henry had to be hospitalized. Our girls were pretty minor. We hope you won't hold it against us. You see, we just don't believe in subjecting kids to toxic injections they don't need to fight things their bodies were created to fight. We don't judge people who do, of course. Anyway, jeez, uh, I didn't come here to get on a soapbox. So clearly we know who the enemy is in this episode, even though the two main characters are serial killers. Uh, hey, Mike, what's up? It looks like we are streaming on YouTube right? or on uh, Facebook. Right? Yeah, that's Mike from the Tackle Your Personal Best podcast. But I was just... I was just watching. I'm like, really? I can't watch a nice murder show about a loving husband and wife. A wholesome show. A wholesome show about killing two people. Two serial killers that are married together. And who want to kill people at their leisure, but are overly offensive by the fact that there's rude, evil people out there who refuse to get vaccinated and are spreading disease and could possibly kill innocent people kind of explains the mindset of Hollywood and everybody else as a whole on that side. And so I couldn't help it. I had to re I had to share that with you guys. This is what's going to kick off. We may do some more in the future of Hollywood browbeating because I could do some. Oh, I, I got to get to that. I'll go back to Lucifer real quick. I said nothing political, nothing nobody would even notice but me, a World War II reenactor. Of course. So there's, a, there's an episode where Lucifer wants to get in touch with the detective and how she acts and so he decides to imitate her so he gets himself some aviator glasses and he gets himself some god-awful 
fashion designer produced re- reproduction M1943 field jacket. They wore them through Korea and Vietnam. You guys seen them all over the place. Darlene wears one and Roseanne. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with this is the designer went as far as putting silhouettes of where patches would have been to make this look like an ex-military jacket. Mm-hmm. On the left patches, they had silhouettes of two different sergeant chevrons stacked on top of each other as if someone would have had a three-stripe uh, sergeant chevron st- uh, stitched on and then have another set stitched on right below them. It's like... Is you- that when your brain broke? I was just like, you got to be kidding me. It's one thing to airbrush silhouettes on there where they had the name patch and a division patch, but when you have two separate chevrons from a sergeant right above each other, it's like clearly that was reproduction. Okay, some punk rock kid got a hold of this jacket and threw whatever on there. No, it was clearly airbrushed. Um, Just like you'll see on TV shows where they'll, they'll have the chevrons, but they're on the opposite direction. So they'll have American chevrons, but they're flipped upside down. <laughs> So, anyhow, uh, that is this week's episode of Celebrity Broadway. Hey, Gordon, guess what I found I was looking for last week? I don't know if you're aware of this, Gutter, but there actually was music recorded before 1989. What is this? You're going to wear this to the show. You're going to wear the shirt of the band you're going to go see. Don't be that guy. And now, to be or not to be that guy. I told you I produced a theme for it. It just got lost. So on this week's list of to be or not to be that guy, mm-hmm. Gordon, how do you feel about this guy? The guy who basically every comment is an excessive sexual innuendo. Example. You're well, com- you, wait, wait. What most guys do with their, their loved ones or their significant others anytime? <laughs> no, I'm talking about in every single conversation. Uh, your comment. I love this cheesecake. It's so tasty. Him. I'll give you a cheesecake. I bet that's not the only thing tasty here. <laughs> Can you be that guy? Do you want to be that guy? Only to my wife. How about the guy who wears a tank top that says sun's out, guns out? <laughs> now, I think in order to be that guy, you've got to grow rock and mullet. Mm, well, see, that's... Uh, I, I With can't the be, shave lines in the side of the head. I can't be mullet guy either. We we lived through the 80s. Granted, we were at a young age and we had the rat tails. But uh, mullets weren't uh, cool then. Mullet, I was in high school and middle school when mullets were rocking. And mullets weren't cool then. And mullets no. weren't cool when the guys carried it over to the early 90s. Like it was a the stepdad we had. the asshole. And mullets aren't fucking cool now. I'm seeing these young cats who oh, are sporting yeah. the mullets, the pit viper sunglasses. They're like doing the full late 80s. It's like that They're doing it as a joke, but it's turning into a thing. Yeah. Well, even as a joke, to cut your to, to cut your hair like that for Halloween, okay, it's a joke. You shave the next day. But to wear that as your daily attire for months on end, no, that that's a fashion statement, ironic or not. How about the guy? I used to I used to work with a guy at a computer uh, retail outlet who was real bad at this, and it drove everybody nuts. How about the tries too hard to be liked guy? Try too hard to be liked guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to. He always tries to get up in conversations. He overly just. He's trying way too hard to be liked, and if he wouldn't try so now fucking hard, he would be a likable <laughs> guy. But it's just never ending. Just he's close cousin to one upper guy, right? Yeah, uh, one upper guy is just you know trying to make himself feel better by 
showing that when, he's better than someone else, but tries so hard to be light guy is just always jumps into a conversation that he wasn't part of or goes out of his way to just be, hey, look at me, and just you can tell that he's just ooh, not quite ooh, there. Ooh, Horseshack. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, exactly. He, he's not comfortable with himself. He doesn't have a good enough self-esteem to realize that he doesn't need to try hard to be liked. Either, you know, take on the characteristic, you like me, cool, let's hang out. If you don't, cool, I don't need you to breathe in my air. So in modern parlance, you could call him try-hard guy. Yeah. Okay. How about still quoting old school and impersonating Borat after all these years? I've never quoted, hardly ever quoted old school and never watched Borat. So you've heard of Bob. There's Bryant. my answer. You've heard the guy say, "You're my boy, Blue." Still says Oh it. yeah, that one's <laughs> really. It's my boy, Blue. Yeah, that's a that's an old school quote. Is that what you yell to every homeless guy as you drive down the street? I guess, but yeah, after uh, what that came out in 2003. So after all these years, you're still quoting. I that. mean, if you're going to quote something, at least do a modern day show or or a good cult classic. Would you consider? And maybe this we can ask the audience. Would you consider old school a classic? Old school a is a good classic? movie. I think maybe we aged out of that. I was right there on the border. I was in my early 20s. I think maybe if I was in high school or college, like early college, like freshman in college, maybe that would be considered a classic because we would have been of age. So what movie was quoted before old school? Wasn't it a lot of Dumb and Dumber? Um, I like sideways. Little, little dumb and dumber. Um, I could Days and confused. And Days and confused was quoted yeah. a lot. See, uh, I was, uh, I was in my twenties when that came out, so it may have been, I may have been a little. I think a lot of people were still one. quoting uh, the Pet Detective right around there. Yeah, um, I think we ran one of them quotes recently. People were quoting um, a lot of uh, Monty Python. We no longer a lot like to of say Monty me. Python. And like I, you know what? Me. Now that's a classic. You can't touch Monty Python. That's three shall be the number of the counting. The number of the counting shall be three. three. Bring not out five, your dead because five will be too many. Not two because two is too less. But three. One, two, five, seven, eight. Three, sir. Three. The holy hand grenade. But yes. This guy, I have a feeling I know how you feel about this guy. Always shows up late or breaking plans all together. How do you feel about that guy? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy in the ass with a big black dildo. Fuck that guy. I don't like that guy. That guy's a piece of shit. I'll give you once. <laughs> I may give you twice, depending on how creative your excuse is, but that's it. Three times a lady? Three times you are... Uh, he You're did out. It again. Caused trouble. Hurt someone's feelings. Yet he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out. Hi, my name is Tom McDonald. Welcome to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. I think it was the big black tilt line that I have to cover up. I got to put some disclaimers behind that one. Why? You got something against plastic colored plastic? I'm just saying. I could have said I'm pink. Not me. I could have said. I'm just saying. I could have said There's white. people out there who might get purple. offended. I could have so said yellow. I, I just got to put down the. Hi, my name is Tom McDonald. Welcome to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. How about this guy? Parks like an asshole guy. <laughs> this is the now, guy. This is, uh, the guy who straddles the line so nobody could uh could get close to his car. Yes, but this isn't the guy driving a 2021 Corvette 
This isn't the guy driving like a Lamborghini or a Maserati. This is the guy this driving guy like driving a, a 1998 Eclipse. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like a 2005 Honda. But so yeah, it depends. My approach is if I had a jalopy, I would snuggle up real close to that guy on his driver's side just to piss him off. You know, run the passenger side right up next to them, leave maybe two inches. I have no problem with this guy if he parks at the back of the parking lot. And no, walks. it's uh, it's in the middle. It's in prime, prime real estate of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I took a picture a while back. Um, I was walking in the subway, and somebody from Vegas. I think I tagged you in it. They were parked, and they were like in a in a fucking Chevy Sunfire or uh, Cavalier. It was just some piece of shit, and they were parked like in two spots, just like the. The parking lot spots are facing the right so that when you drive down the parking lot... Oh, the, the lines rec- are just a suggestion. When you drive down the parking lot in the correct direction, you pull left in and then you back out yeah. to the left. They came in from the opposite direction and parked diagonally the wrong way. Now, if you had a beater, would you... Would you made his day a little more difficult? Yeah, I would have snuggled. Well, my truck is starting to become a beater because it's got so many goddamn <laughs> dents in it. Well, that's because you... <sighs> This episode of the What's in Your Head podcast is brought to you by our friends at At Computers. At Computers have been providing IT solutions for all of Southwest Florida since 2004. So if you want to help uh, promote our sponsors and maybe help me uh, pay for my deductible and my insurance and get all the goddamn debts taken on my truck, give them a call at 239-283-1120. That's 239-283-1120. They can assist you with computer repair, laptop repair, iPad resets because you forgot your unlocked screen password. Um, hard drive replacements, network expansions, etc., etc. Give them a call at 239-283-1120. And even if you're not in Southwest Florida, give them a call and they can help you out remotely via their website as long as your internet works at course. That's 239-283-1120 or act-capecoral.com. And while you're on the internet, head over to d-410.com or the What's In Your Head podcast what's in your head.com then click on that patreon link sign up for patreon it's a dollar a month gordon we have got to get on an og5 podcast yes we do I'm but thinking, by the way hold on i'm thinking me you maybe michael and ron from the uh tackle your personal best podcast and maybe i can get either henry or uh jeff or maybe both of them from the mm-hmm. what's the skull podcast and we can just gang bang now that we have the the technology really? gang, the button? gang bang our um you know og5 podcast and get that done he because again we have some Patreon members who, who need some love. Yet he didn't want to do it. I don't yes, think gangbang's offensive. People in trouble. Well, well, we I'm did say big black off. dildo before that, you, so if you, you run them together and you, circle back, like Hi, my name is Tom McDonald. Welcome to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. And and hey, hold on. I've I'm got a spot. I'm, 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 okay, you can do your spot next. We have reached our milestone. We're at 503 subscribers on YouTube. So what does that mean? It means if you haven't done so, head on over to YouTube. Actually, go to dhigh14.com. Click on that YouTube link because we need to get to a thousand. Speaking of trying to get some revenue in here to help me pay for dents in my truck, um, head over there um, and um, like us and subscribe. And Gordon, you have a plug. Well, I did, but you talked too long and fast that uh, it would be worthless now. Okay. <laughs> well, if you happen to own a body shop, next episode could be brought by your body, bo- blah, 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 brought to us all and to you by your body shop and help D train out. Yeah, if you're a dent fixer guy, like, hold on. Um, in my cell phone case, because my friend Zach <laughs> saw my truck, he gave me a coupon. A coupon? <laughs> a coupon. Shit, you already got a half a sponsorship. Got a coupon for this guy's fancy uh, 
Minor door damage, garage door damage, headlight restoration, paint touch-up, paint correction, mm. door dings, bumper repairs, mm. minor fender benders, PPG waterborne paint and color matching, <laughs> shopping cart dents, creases, I have one of those, <laughs> quick repairs, door scratches, got one of those, and paintless dent removal. So... Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give this guy. Uh, uh, but if you're one of those type yeah. of people and you want to, uh, you know, maybe do some trade or maybe have me include you in a YouTube video, you know what to do because yeah. my truck is starting to look like shit. We got a family member that's really good at that, but unfortunately, yeah, I would have to drive 17 hours away. each way. <laughs> ain't and, worth it. Yeah. So and then but, still pay. Yeah, my so, my Tundra is taking a, a whooping. Nothing makes you want a new vehicle like a dented one. Yep. Uh, we're still on the to, to be or not to be. Uh, we're almost done. How about this guy? We talked about this guy. Has phone conversation using video chat or speakerphone in oh, public environments? Mother. And it's usually chicks. I've seen news. It's it. usually, lately, it's been heavy set chicks. <laughs> Especially, and I hate to say this, but I live in a very diverse town, and I have noticed that it is. A, segment of the diverse town that really likes to do this and they are loud and mm. proud about it yeah the germans yeah, the germans <laughs> i i think the rule of thumb should Irish be too they're they're pretty they're pretty uh you, you, you know. take a you take a a risk at being punched but I, I i feel that if someone's having a phone conversation using speakerphone or video chat which is basically speakerphone in a public environment Everyone in earshot should be able to contribute to the conversation. Well, here's the thing. They're not even, they're so narcissistic, they don't even think about how it sounds on the other end of the phone. Mm -hmm. With all that background noise. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, occasionally you run around. Can I get a Florida lottery quick pick an extra play? And you're real loud. Let me get one of those pizza. Mom, can I get candy? Yeah, all that crap in the background because they're standing in a fucking 7-Eleven on a speakerphone. That's usually where I hear it. It's usually somebody in line at 7-Eleven. Yeah, and so I was telling him, can I get a Florida lottery quick pick? Let me get a pack of marbles. And I could not believe he did that. Can I, uh, Mom, can I? It's like, how is this? Can't you just call the motherfucker back? Yeah, I know. It's almost as bad as a family member know that uh, gives me a call, and then all of a sudden they're at a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least but, the people uh, inside the place can't hear my conversation. <laughs> or I or I so graciously leave my I phone in my car and go inside of the UPS store and say, I'll be right back instead of dragging my phone in there. Exactly. Nope. That is that You're 100% right there. But, uh, Bebop wants to join in. Uh, I do have some family members that will put the phone down and they walk away while it's still on speakerphone. How about this guy? Wholeheartedly, with a passion, believes that Crystal Burgers is better than White Castle. Well, I've never met that guy. Oh, I've met that guy because he was born and raised in Florida. Well, that's why you met that guy. Yeah. And um, speaking of the dog park, owns a dog, makes him live outside. Yeah. I really can't stand that guy, especially in hot I, environments. I can't stand that guy, and unfortunately, we've had experience that growing up. But what's bit. the? It's like you got a dog, you fucked up. Now the dog lives outside. Or most people want to admit the fact that they fucked up. Most of them say, "Well, that's my guard dog." Really? Because he's in the backyard, so I'll just break into the front of your house. <laughs> he's guarding the backyard within that fucking circle he dug into the yard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the list. I, we still haven't produced outros. He'll these segments. still bark. He'll yep. still bark. He's guarding something. He'll let me know. He'll bark. He barks at everything, especially an ambulance or a fire truck. He'll howl. 
Yeah. Question for you. We all know, well, unless you live under a rock, we all know that we're probably within two to three we years. Do. We of, live under the moon. And we're probably two to three years within going to war with China. You thinking that's uh, the, I, I've been not feeling good about the China thing for about three months now. And we know that there are about 18 or maybe more by now, 30 ships sitting off the coast of Long Beach waiting to be unloaded. Oh, no, it's up to 100. DeSantis has already said, hey, all our Florida ports can handle it. Yes, you'll have to spend a little more gas driving to seven days through the Panama Canal. But head over here, then there's people saying that the um, Biden administration is telling Panama Canal to not to let them through. Why that? But anyhow, that could be just tinfoil hat talk. But anyhow, I bring all that up to say it, this. It's, we're, we're spiting each other. to, to mm-hmm. spite. That evil orange fucker Trump had the audacity during his four years to try to bring manufacturing back to this country. That was frowned upon because that was upsetting the Chinese overlords. But I say all that to say this. I'm not trying to get political, but I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to get you guys to open your eyes and ponder a question that I had. Is now the time that we need to start focusing on true, legitimate, durable goods? Um, now Is now really the time that you should put all your money into cryptocurrency? Don't you think maybe you should probably start scrolling away some paper currency? I don't know about crypto because it seems very volatile. Well, that's right my now. point. That's what I'm saying. Is now really the time? Shouldn't you be going back to paper currency? Because if we do go to war with China, we're going to have to get all our technology circumvented through other allies because China's going to cut us off with an embargo. I, I actually think, and this is going to really sound like I've got the fucking hat on my head, but it's probably actually precious metals because the dollar may not be worth shit. Well, that too. And But my point being is, you know, we're also in technology and disposable world and this and that. Maybe we need to start focusing on durable goods and things that will last a while if shit does pop off. And, uh, you know, all the technology and all the disposable shit that we rely on. Not even technology, I mean, our clothes. How much of our stuff comes from China? Most of it, Everything. right? Everything. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a problem. So if we're not going to bring manufacturing back to this country, we need to start buying shit that's going to last a while because... Well, uh, we may not have access to a lot of gas. And, and a lot of people, and let's talk about ma- bringing manufacturing back to the United States. A lot of people say we just need to bring it back to the United States, but they need to understand that also includes obtaining raw material mm-hmm. because you can bring all the manufacturing you want back, but if, if, if you can't get a hold of the materials to make them, and mm-hmm. a lot of the materials are not allowed to be produced here either via the EPA or, or whatever, environmental laws or et cetera, et cetera. And then you ought to be, you know, that $1,000 cell phone, maybe $4,000 by the time you buy it. So you also got that thing too. And we saw that a lot during the, you know, the Obama administration, you know, with knee-jerk reactions. And what was it, the oil spill or whatever? Jesus. And then like, well, okay, no more oil drilling off the coast, whatever. And they pulled Open all the licenses. Pipeline. They pulled all the licenses. And so what happened? Chinese and Russian oil drilling companies pulled into their spots because it was international water. And it's like a near-jerk reaction took the licenses away from American companies who have some of the strictest environmental rules in the fucking world, and now Russia and Chinese companies who have no environmental policies moved in, they're drilling the oil, they're getting the oil, and they're causing damage. So why don't we start doing some of the things required to get the natural resources and do it in the cleanest way possible, but we really need to start thinking about setting ourselves up for long-term success if shit gets crazy and we start running out of things. 
And I agree with you, the cleanest way possible, but unfortunately, the cleanest way possible currently is not clean enough for a lot of people, and, and it's incremental. But um, Well, that's the thing I don't understand either. So we want to save the world. and Let, so, me, let me give you an example. So okay. they built this huge, and this is talking about us and even environmentalists being their own worst enemies. There is a huge solar plant right across the border in California. Mm-hmm. It is what they call a, 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 collect, a concentration tower, and it's just like the movie Sahara, where you got this ring, these multiple concentric rings of mirrors that focus the sunlight up into the top of the tower that produces steam. The steam's the water, that steam the water, the generator, and the dusty electricity. But one of the problems they ran into is uh, environmentalists, you know, who's pushing for this type of clean energy was thwarted almost by animal rights activists who says you can't build here because of the desert tortoise. Damn tortoises. They're just too slow to move in time. To keep oh, no, you don't understand. Zapped. When you do a federal job out here, oh, you no. have to go through tortoise training. And it's a whole deal. Things shut down when you see a tortoise. Um, and it's it's amazing. And then there's some other animals and some other sensitive. And I get it. I 100% get it. But it is definitely a thing. So I saw the Worshman kid outside the other day looking up in the tree. I said, what are you looking for? He said, I'm looking for my burl owl. I said, jumping Jesus on a pogo stick. Everybody knows that a burl owl lives in a hole in the ground. Why the hell do you think to call them burrowing owls? Anyhow, Cape Coral is full of burrowing owls. I got them all over my neighborhood. Whenever you pull a construction permit, like you and the turtles, you actually have to include the fees that would cost to relocate burrowing owls. So, yes, we get it down here. Now, didn't you say that the burl owls almost, they almost seem to have, they know they're, they're cocky. So they, they got an attitude. Yeah, you'll be running down the street or driving the street and they'll just sit in the middle of the street like, what? I ain't moving. I'm fucking protected by the state, bitch. Sup, G? Yeah. <laughs> or they'll be sitting on your, your mailbox or flying at Sup. you. Yeah, they know. You want to buy some drugs? Sup. And the only reason I knew, I just assumed everywhere in Florida had them, but when the wife of one of my reenactor buddy drives like two hours down here to take photos of them, that's when I realized, oh, we have more of them down here. But yeah, you drive down my street, just about every third vacant lot, you'll see white PVC crosses planted, and there's burrowing owls just living in a hole in the ground. Is that what the crosses represent? It's a, is no, there's a nesting well, area? And it's a perch for them. And you'll see like the whole lot is manicured except for like a 20-foot ring where they're not allowed to cut the grass. So. What would you do if Bailey came in with one? Um, You would never know. <laughs> it's a chance, right? She's, she's brought in a rat, she, which is she, what they're bred for. She caught her first rat before she was a year old. But no, but I, I was just saying about that the other day. I'm like, you know, with all the shit going on, we need to start relying on durable goods again. No, absolutely. Uh, it's a it's a mess. And uh, I did something I thought I'd never do. We went ahead because I'm watching the supply chain issue, especially with the business I'm in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm starting to see this stuff being sold at uh, Walmart and Home Depot. As we decided to go, it's, between the two of us, it's only going to be 15 days, but... 30-day supply of uh, emergency food. I have Just a store away. I have a, when I worked at K-Rock, um, a sponsor sent us a water purification kit. So I got one in my closet. Um, but yeah, I used to have a box of uh, MREs from Hurricane Charlie that the National Guard dropped off. But I think they're long, I don't know where they went. They're probably long expired now. But um, I don't know. This, this stuff I bought last 25 years. 
This reminds me of another sponsor we have. I'm trying to find. I I heard it's. I found the sponsor tonight. It's been a while since we ran this one. Um, But yeah, it's just. I was off the sponsor. You better run it on a regular basis. I was just thinking that you know it's time that we we start you know being careful that stuff. Uh, Where is it? Uh, maybe this is it. Yeah, I've been actually this buying This week nope. in Virtue Signaling. Yeah, that's a segment we haven't done in a while. Uh, this week in Virtue Signaling. Um, well. Anywho. Yeah. I uh, can't believe I can't remember. Oh, well, we'll run this one instead. Introducing the Greenmark Prepaid Visa Credit Card, the most widely used prepaid Visa credit card when it comes to scamming rubes on the internet. Thanks to the Greenmark card, I was able to settle my tax code violations with the IRS with one easy transaction of $699. No lawyers, no accountants, what a great deal. And Greenmark card made it so easy. Thanks, Greenmark card. Greenmark invests its own money to help you save up for the future by paying you an unlimited 4% cash back bonus when you make an online purchase. But keep in mind, if you're dumb enough to prepay for a car off a Facebook marketplace before you see the car or even get the title, that shit's on you and we offer you no protection. Wait, no protection at all? That's right, the Greenmark card is the preferred choice by desperate Middle Easterners looking to rip off naive American senior citizens. When my grandson called me in a pickle and explained that he was on a missionary I love watching the subtitles on the Facebook live stream for this commercial. I was able to help him out in a jiffy, thanks to the Greenmark card. So why not join hundreds of thousands of unsatisfied, ripped-off Greenmark users who think they're internet savvy but still find themselves preloading hundreds of dollars onto a Greenmark card at 3 a.m. in a local Walmart? When I got that email from someone I didn't know, warning me that they captured me in photos looking at certain websites that may or may not have been porn, and that if I didn't pay them $500, they would share them with everyone I know in my contact list. Well, it was a godsend to know that Greenmark was there, and I was able to pay them off with no paper trail. Thanks, Greenmark! The Greenmark card, it's the number one choice by internet scammers and hackers worldwide when it comes to ripping off naive Westerners. We here at Greenmark know this, but take no action to protect you, our clients. After all, we still get our beaks wet. Whoa, 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 what? The Greenmark card, get it where all fine prepaid credit cards are available. Suckers. The Greenmark card is not responsible for any fraudulent or moralist engagements between a second and or third party when used to pay for any goods, services, actions, or sexual deviancy. It's 2020. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Unemployment's at an all-time high. No way. There's riots and looting in the street. Properties being burnt down. Cars being destroyed. You don't know if you're going to be able to pay your rent, your car payment. Concerned how you're going to take care of your family? Where can you get some money? That's where we come in, over at Import Export Steve's Semi-Precious Metal Extraction Company. That's right. You may not be aware, but you are surrounded by semi-precious metals. So in this time of strife, when you're worried about paying your bills, give us a call and we will come out and extract your semi-precious metals for 40 cents on the dollar. Unable to make your mortgage? About ready to move out? Leave it all behind? First, give us a call and allow us to come send our experts over to extract all that precious copper from your walls. We will give you 40 cents a dollar in a market rate. Simply give Import Export Steve Semi Precious Metal Extraction Group a call at 239 232 4419. Can't make that card payment? 
about to have it repossessed? Simply give Import-Export Steve's Semi-Precious Metal Extraction Group a call at 239-232-4419 and we will come extract that semi-precious metal out of that catalytic converter for 40 cents on the dollar of the current market value. Simply give Import-Export Steve's Semi-Precious Metal Extraction Group a call at 239-232-4419. You kind of give the whole thing away when your your hardwood wall turns into a sheet when you're chasing. I thought you were chasing your cat. That <laughs> <laughs> no was. There you go. You got your shotgun, huh? Yeah. So it's part of my uh, Halloween costume. Yeah, I was looking for just a cheap, you know. Hey, it's going to be a fake gun, and I was like, "Well, shit, I could pay thirty dollars for." A prop or thirty dollars for an airsoft. Speaking of props, do we really want to? Do we want to get into the whole Alec Baldwin thing? I mean, it's been a no, little late nope, now. Nope. Nope. I am ready to get into the news though. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, real quick on the topic, not so much of the Alec Baldwin, but this thing has been annoying me for a long time. But the Alec Baldwin thing kind of maybe brought to light. Maybe this is why it ever happens. One of the things that drives me nuts on police procedural shows, and even did this on Lucifer, whenever the officer would draw their firearm from their holster, they would cock it. Right? Yes. I got to thinking after that whole Alec Baldwin thing, I wonder if that was a film set procedure where they weren't allowed to carry. But then again, in those scenes, they wouldn't have a loaded gun anyhow. Why is there a loaded why is there even live ammunition on the you know that's the whole because they were out target shooting between Mm -hmm. scenes and 24 year old chick didn't clear the goddamn gun yeah whose father uh, was a a legendary armor mm -hmm. in hollywood are you done licking me because i'm i'm clean i'm telling you i'm clean i'm clean okay it's that time i caught uh 12 bass tonight by the way Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how you doing tonight? Better than this guy. From the AP out of uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And this actually is a story that could probably be in Florida, too. Oh, I thought you said, hold on. No, I said, where are you going? Bebop's like trying to get on my desk. A 69, this very well could be in Florida too, and may have happened before. A 69 year old Las Vegas woman, well, she Moist. accused. Well, no, definitely not. <laughs> well, uh, you don't say a 16 year old woman can get. Moist. <laughs> not without help. Um, Fine day. Good luck with the casual sex. I mean it. No, because you won't get it. Well, this she's definitely not getting it, or if she's getting it now, it's going to be uh, not the way she wants because she'll probably be in an orange or other. The old uh, strap on made out of a tampon sleeve and a bra? Possibly. Yeah. 69 year old Las Vegas woman is accused of defrauding the Social Security Administration <sighs> of over a measly $120,000. That old gag. What did she do, you may ask? Um, she filed claims on her dead husband's Social Security checks. No. Dead husband's correct, though. She allegedly dismembered her dead husband's body and threw the remains in the trash. Oh, I think I saw that on an episode of You, in between the the, um, browbeating over whether or not I'm immunized. Well, this is legit. The criminal complaint alleges that Nancy... She's Polish, I'm sorry. Shadelsky 
probably married Polish, continued to deposit her husband's retirement benefits after his death in 2015 or so, we think. The complaint says Social Security officers or officials didn't know anything was wrong until they received the tip in 2019. Just the tip. That the husband had disappeared. It's a fun game to play. Ever play just the tip? <laughs> the complaint charged Shadelsky with theft of government money. What about this memory of That was my husband's money. He worked There's long no and hard for that money. What caused the husband's death? Well, no shit. A hammer. She chopped them up into little pieces and had, uh, he's probably laying all over the landfill. Now, let me ask you this. She's how old? 69. She's Polish. There's a good, there's a good chance 50, 45 years ago. Well, she's at least Polish by marriage. There's a good chance 45, 50 years ago she was around, whether it was killing a chicken or cleaning a fish. Do you think people are still going to be dismembering human bodies in another 20 years? Because. Yes. I, I, I just. People suck. I know, but just the concept and the idea. I mean, most people get sick cleaning a fish or the thought of gutting a deer or a pig and field dressing it, let alone their fucking husband at 60. Well, how many, how many young people are going to happen upon shows like you and, and use that as a role model? Well, they all get vaccinated because they don't want to be chastised by a bunch right. of murdering thieves. So needless to say, after numerous calls, Shodelsky's lawyer did not respond to, uh, to a request for comment on her client's behalf. Now, speaking of behest. lockdown in California that we you talked about You sound smart earlier, if you say behest. Try it. Well, it's behest, but it was read behalf. So it's because journalism's dead, damn it. On the <laughs> behest of your behalf... California done did it again. California County has now officially closed the in and out or the vaccine verifications. Was this one out San of, Fran or a different one? Out of, yeah, San Fran area. It's actually out of not so pleasant hills, California. Another California county has closed down an in and out. Oh, shit, this is a second county, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, because we did Restaurant a story last because... week about San Francisco closed one down, but now their drive throughs open again. Yep. Because of the popular burger chain's refusal to enforce COVID-19 vaccination rules. Now, now, if there's a jack-in-a-box, it would have never made the news. <laughs> speaking of which, I was at a jack-in-a-box today eating horribly for lunch. and It's okay. I uh, declared it a fat week, so how about it? It's a digital 410 fat they had week. The, they had the little sign. I think I sent it to you earlier today with the uh, picture or the uh, the sign that said, hey, due to the current supply chain issues, we may not have some menu items. And somebody had so graciously, because I've seen it all over social media, now I've seen it in the wild, stuck one of the Joe Biden stickers on there to say it. I did that. Speaking of that, uh, Florida gas prices here in Cape Coral now at 326 today. Yeah, we're at about, mm, we're getting close to four. Yeah. Anywho, Contra, Cal- Contra Costa County. God, say that 10 times fast. That's a whole lot of alliteration up, up, down, there. down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, select, start. Contra Costa County Health, that's a lot of consonants, too. Health officials indefinitely shut down, indefinitely shut down the not-so-pleasant hill restaurant on Tuesday after it ignored repeated warnings to verify that indoor customers had a vaccine card. <gasps> because evidently, that's what we got to do. Papers, please. We I don't follow the science out of Israel that had... A study of 2.5 million people mm-hmm. that showed that 
natural immunity was six to 13 times greater than that of a vaccine. Well, just think about it for a second. Wouldn't anything natural is always stronger than a synthetic equivalent, right? 100%. Yeah, the synthetic equivalent, when it was designed, only goes after the protein spike. The natural immunity is more robust in the sense that it goes at the protein spike and plus some other elements of I mean, said. what's better, sugar or stevia? Yeah. Let's be honest. They're the same. Um, <laughs> well, as far as your kidneys, though. No. Arguably, you know, as far as your liver, probably stevia. Anywho, San Francisco was the other one that closed the only in and out in the city for several days earlier this month. For now, does Rice-A-Roni still claim to be the San Francisco treat? I don't know if that has been um, canceled yet. That would be a appropriation, be, wouldn't it, it? it? Well, yeah, it could be an Asian tie-in there. So uh, we shall see. And it now did say that it does not want to become what it calls the vaccination police for any government. Kudos to you, in and out There is my opinion on that. It's funny how it always takes the Christian-based companies like this to be willing to stand up and, and take the, the financial loss to stand for principle. And I'm fully vaccinated, and I'm like, um... But, and we're not against vaccination, despite all the bitching yeah, we're doing about it. it. We're all about freedom of choice. Yes, it is called informed consent. Anyway, we're going to move from the San Francisco treat over to a place across the globe called Thailand. In particular, Bangkok. A veritable shithole. Well, a woman... Whoa, man. Whoa, man. We're guessing a woman. It is Bangkok. Allegedly. Let me pause real quick. I just have, do you, uh, you deal with a lot of emails and you work in a corporate world. Have you yet to receive an email from someone who's proclaimed their pronouns in their email signature? No, thank God. I work <laughs> in construction, so we ain't there yet. Getting close. A resident of a high-rise condominium in Thailand. Well, she decided to cut the support rope for two painters 26 stories above the ground. They were blocking my view. I was trying to film a TikTok of the sun. Why am I doing it in a Kentucky? Well, because it would be racist if I did it in a Bangkok accent. Apparently. Apparently. Oh, hold on. She, she was angry because she wasn't told that they would be doing work. And she wanted and to eat her sushi this, in the nude. And them hanging above the 26th floor until a couple rescued them, according to police. He's an asshole, Wednesday. sir. That is an asshole move. The woman is facing attempted murder and property destruction charges. Well, I, one would hope. Chief, police Chief Pongyang, oh my dear God, it's 20 letters. I'm going to try it. He did it again. Caused trouble. Hurt someone's feelings. Preach Kaka Runpong, <laughs> spelled P R E E C H A K A R U N P O N G. I like to buy a vowel for three hundred. We'll just call him Pong. The chief of the Pakret Police Station, north of the Thai capital, told the Associated Press. Pong Jack did not say what prompted the suspect to cut the rope, but Thai media reported that she apparently was frustrated when the workers appeared outside her room. <laughs> And hadn't seen an announcement by the condo that they would be working on October the 12th. And furthermore, this is climbing synthetic rope. This isn't just like your hemp twine. It takes a bit of effort to cut one of those rope under pressure. <laughs> she was out there for a while. You ain't cutting that shit with a scissor. You're, you're using a, like a steak knife. 
Well, management of the condo accompanied the painters to report the incident to police. The 34-year-old woman did first deny that she was responsible. Lock out, tag out my ass. But, well, that's electrical. <laughs> but, in the modern world, police sent several ropes for fingerprints and DNA analysis. It'd be pretty good to pull ropes, fingerprints off a nylon rope. Uh-huh. Well, yep. On Wednesday, the woman and her lawyer appeared at the police station. After they showed her the CCTV footage oh. and the forensic evidence. Wasn't me. It's fake news. Didn't she do confessed it. but denied any intentions to kill said workers. Needless to say, police will file an indictment at the provincial court within 15 days. She can face a prison term in a Thai prison. Up to 20 years if found guilty. Before you go to your next story, I want to interrupt this with a cartoon segment that cannot air in 2021. Oh, look at this. Apparently there's some billboard in town, and people are seeing the face of G... Uh, you know who. No, I don't know who. Who? Oh, I'm not allowed to say Meatwad because of standards and practices. Standards and practices? What are standards, standards and practices? Well, that's an interesting question, Meatwad. Here, let's take a look at this video. Standards and practices are a vital link in keeping good and funny ideas away from you, the television viewer. Watch how this nun reacts when we blow her brains out. No, permission not granted. Oh, no. Somebody's going to get an email. What's a better, more acceptable solution? Rainbows. That's right. A happy and colorful rainbow. Although not nearly as funny, it's guaranteed not to offend the black people. No, unacceptable. Ooh, did I say black? I meant to say minorities. Acceptable. Looks like someone's about to get an A. By following the rules, you're guaranteed to make a mediocre product that no one can relate to. So you see me, why? That's why I can't say the J word. That's okay, Meatwad. No one else will either. Well, now, the best part of that is, is Frylock's voice is done by an African American. What's incredible is, flash forward to now, and you can't even say mother. It's birthing person. You can't even say. Oh, they've gone as further than that. Now it's um, menstruating persons. And what what was the one we learned? Oh yes, um, insemination provider or something along those lines. What was the term they used? What Inseminators, has I think. Happened. What are you people even thinking? They're are not you thinking because this is this a hundred percent emotions. Did you get punked somewhere along the lines? Well, remember when they the the progressive caucus in Congress said a man and a over. woman. But What's amen, yes. amen. It has nothing to do with men. It's like no, a Latin word. No, no, it's it's God be with you or something. Yeah, like but they're like amen, a woman. It's like you, and you know, it's amazing. Fucking, it means uh, um, no, 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 uttered at. Well, we know it's uttered at the end of a prayer. While we're pussifying America, China is doubling down on masculinity. Oh yeah, they're we're they're gonna getting get rid run of the fuck over. They're getting rid of the quote unquote soy boys. Anyway. Ohio, why? Why did you let this happen? Because they're trying to compete with Florida. They're tired of Florida no, getting the spotlight. This is, this, is, this is bad. Ohio has got a new license plate. Yeah, you sent me a picture of that, I think. Ohio fucked up 
about 35,000 of these license plates. <laughs> I just now realized. I just, I, I'm not looking at it. You sent me an email, and I was like, what was the problem? And I just now realized. Um, yeah, go ahead. Can you tell what the problem is? For those of you at home, I don't have the, the image up on the other one. It's a nice Ohio license plate. And in the front, you have fields. You have a front, a field because on the Ohio crest, there's a field of wheat because that's one of the key properties. So whoever designed this took a field of wheat, and then you have, I guess, maybe the Ohio River coming down the left side, and then then there's some green mountains which we don't have. We'll say those the hills are still a coffee. There's a nice kid swinging from a rope swing in a tree. Okay. That's then you have a skyline, I guess, maybe could represent Columbus, Cincinnati, or Cleveland. Maybe there's some buildings. And maybe then it says, all three. Ohio, the birthplace of aviation, which is a banner being pulled by the Wright Brothers plane, which came from Dayton, Ohio. They came from Dayton, Ohio, but the plane was not flown in Ohio. That's is not the fuck up. You need to look closer. It has to do with the airplane. And I will explain. The banner is depicted on the plate with the attached that is attached to the wrong end of the right flyer's historic plate. Oh, yeah, it's backwards. It's flying backwards. Because <laughs> it looks like a tail fin. But it's not. It was the front of the aircraft. Or what it, we'll usually use aircraft. But furthermore, they didn't fly that fucker in Ohio. But they did build it here. They did live here. They just didn't fly it here because our hills ain't big enough. Those mountains on there just ain't big enough. It's flying the wrong direction. <sighs> State officials acknowledge the error immediately. Hey, hey, who? who I can't. I can't mock it because I didn't. I didn't. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, did you did you check Steve's work? Who, who What's with the barcode down the bottom right? It has like a skew no, on. They it. all have that now. So the cops can beep. A couple years car. back, I guess when we were growing up, they would have Hamilton County, Franklin mm-hmm. County. Mm-hmm. But that got expensive. So at some point, as a cost-cutting measure, now they just uh, provide you a sticker with a number that represents your county. Correct. Anyway, they will be recycling 35,000 plates that have been printed. It is too early to know. Are these plastic any, or aluminum? I'm assuming. I've never seen a plastic license. Indiana. Plate, so. I believe. Let me Google it. I believe about 12 years ago, Indiana here. started making plastic plates. Let me check. The blue license plate illustrates both rural and urban parts of Ohio with a banner that reads birthplace of aviation, which they've used forever, draped across the horizon, but the banner, which should be trailing behind the plane, once attached to the front. They're not going to uh, correct the plates until the release of the corrected plates won't be until December the 29th. So the question is, if anybody gets a hold of the uncorrected plates, will they be worth money? Here's an interesting I one. one. I, I Googled states that issue plastic license plates, and it didn't come up. Yep. What was one of the first things I did when I moved to Florida? Change your license plate. Remove the front license plate holder. Yep. Because nothing makes a car look worse than a front license plate, especially when it's a 1996 Pontiac Firebird sedan. Um, or God, you coupe. Oh, no, that's not a Camaro. Which states still require front license plates? Well, if you're Barack Obama, If you're Barack Obama, you believe there's 52 states in the Union, but there's only 50. And out of 50, 30 of them, plus Washington, D.C., 
still require front license plates. Which will probably soon be a state, so they can live the courts. These states are as follow. Alaska, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Oahu, Idaho, Illinois, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, North Dakota, Oregon, uh, South Dakota, mm-hmm. Rhode Island, Oregon, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington State, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Now, I understand Nevada's that. law mm-hmm. is a little ambiguous. It's only required if the manufacturer provides a means of fastening uh-huh. license plate to car. So, well, that's just about all of them. My Volkswagen actually... It didn't come affixed to the car. It came in the trunk, so you can affix it yourself. Well, it's same with the Toyota, but it is actually sitting up inside a basket somewhere. Now, the, what's interesting about the Subarus that we've had, every one of them, they don't have a thing, but they do have two little dots that you run self-tappers into. Fuck that Guess noise. What? Ain't doing it. Anywho, you're a fan of Mountain Dew. It's kind of the, the crack. That is. I, I've been struggling. I've been trying to get my shit together. I got a Savage ditto. Race in two weeks, and I'm still ditto. drinking a can of Mountain Dew a day. Minus a Savage Race, ditto. I've <sighs> been back to the gym three, four days a week. I haven't gone to the gym. Three good, days good a you. week in the morning at 5 o'clock. That's, Thank that you is much. fucking power. That's a whole level of fucking it's motivation that I cannot workout. achieve. It it's don't matter. It's not a full workout. At 5 o'clock in the morning... Masturbating is a full workout, if you know what I mean. So the fact you're going to the gym, good on you, my friend. Anyway, Harrisburg, that Pennsylvania. That muscle there right there, yeah. That fucking guy. That fucking guy right there. <laughs> That's my and Wendy's hamburger right arm too, right? muscle. When I worked at Wendy's, anyway. that fucking muscle from flipping hamburgers for fucking eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I'm taking a shower. Um, Harrisburg, Ohio or Harrisburg, Kentucky? Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania prosecutors had dropped a felony theft charge against a man who, well, he underpaid for a bottle of Mountain Dew. How is that his fault? By 43 cents. Now, oh. this is going to be one that's going to probably set you off. That's state taxes on it, right? No. Well, sort of, but no. Prosecutors in Perry County dropped the theft charges this month against one Another Polish guy. Joseph Sobolowski. Now, Yana, I can't see it in the heart of hearts to send this man to jail over 43 cents. However, I do demand satisfaction on the behalf of the store owner and request that he get 73 hours of public community service. For 43 cents. Over 43 cents because, well, after all, we are in the middle of hyperinflation. Well, apparently he had two charges because they downgraded the second charge. What did this guy do that was so horrible that required a felony and another charge? Well, in August, Sobolski stumbled into an Exxon and Duncanon and saw a sign advertising two 20-ounce Mountain Dew bottles for three bucks. He said... According to him, so he took one bottle, slapped two dollars on the counter for what he thought would be a dollar fifty soda, and walked out, not realizing Inflation. the discount did not apply to a single bottle. Yeah, because you have to buy two. Just to get like the when you go to the stove and you see a pack of Marlboro Blights for six thirty nine, that's when you buy a pack of two. Otherwise, they're like eight dollars a pack, or so I've been told. Well, what's interesting is he slapped down two dollars, right? Mm-hmm. 
the math in this story is not working out for me right now. Well, journalism is out. dead, as we said before. He, it, well, he walked out. The bottle really cost a two twenty nine, so including tax, he owed the store forty three cents. Actually, I see that he owes the store twenty nine cents, but that's neither here nor there because he slapped two dollars on the sales tax. Deal. It's worth two twenty nine, including tax. Uh -huh. Oh, there's a ah, so including tax. I can't read. Been up way too long. Yes, the other. 23 cents was tax. State police found Sawaski and then arrested him on a felony charge of 43 cents. The judge ordered him held on a cash bond only. A cash only bond. Guess how much this 43 cents was worth for a cash only bond? How much was that bond worth? $2,500 American. $50,000. Because of this, this poor gentleman had to take out a new kind of mortgage mis had a misunderstanding was in jail for a whole seven days. Time served for 43 cents. Public defender successfully argued for his release. I would think it'd be a pretty easy argument. According, he probably could have represented himself. So a crime is now a he's crime. Pay Regardless of the value, a crime is theft. Theft is a crime. And if we allow people to steal 43 cents, we might as well allow them to steal $43,000. Well, one would ask, how did this happen? How did 43 cents and this land this guy in the pokey for seven days with a 50000 cash-only bond? Well, well, as we said, a crime is a crime. So, in the, twice in the past 10 years, he's been charged with theft. Aha! Uh -huh. One strike, habitual strike, three thief. strikes, you're out of there. Once Pull for me not once, paying shame for a tank me. of gas. Pull me twice, shame on you. So, his first charge was, you know, for, for not paying for a tank of gas. Pump and run. And another time was for nah, stealing a pair of shoes from a store. Under Pennsylvania's three strikes law, the third theft charge must be a felony regardless of the amount or value involved. And I demand satisfaction. Seven years in prison. District Attorney Andrew Bender, not to be confused with Bender from, um, damn it, that drunk Fry robot. Bender, uh, Futurama. There you go. He did not answer emails or calls from the news organization. So Blasky did not return messages sinking any comments any comment. He did tell the newspaper, though, it was great news that the felony was being dismissed. I feel like I was treated unequally because I had a record. Well, you are in a state with three strikes. Did you not know this? Were you not warned after your second strike that, hey, dude, anything else, and you're, you're done? But then again, he, he, he didn't purposely steal. He threw $2 on the counter thinking that'd be a buck fifty. Hell, he thought he left a, you know, a tip. Hmm. The newspaper previously reported that he had been charged with theft in Cumberland County earlier this in the summer on suspicion of trying to take items from a Hobby Lobby with his wife. For that charge, his bail was set at two thousand. <laughs> he is applying for a diversion program currently, and that is all we got for the news. I have got evidently an injured pup downstairs. I got to take care of. Why can't I hit share post on Facebook? You broken piece of shit. Probably because we said some inflammatory no, things. No, I was trying to share something else, and I hit share, but the post button's gone. God, Gosh. I hate Facebook. Fucking garbage-ass garbage. Fuck you, Facebook. Let's go, Brandon. This concludes the evening news, and now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for another episode of the What's In Your Head podcast. 
Uh, please like, subscribe, share us with your friend. And if you're listening to, this, to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us five-star review and um, all that good stuff. Thank you so much. Gordon's got an injured pup that was humped into injury tonight. He's got to go take care of. And so we will wrap it's it up. It's his leg. It's his see, leg. We'll it's see you guys else. next Tuesday. And you guys have a good night. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>